You're listening to the Phillies Nation podcast with Ty Daubert and Johnny Heller on philliesnation.com. The hot stove is heating up, everybody. How's it going? This is the Phillies Nation podcast. I'm Ty Daubert here with Johnny Heller. We're here with our first ever emergency podcast because, Johnny, the Phillies just signed Josh Harrison to a minor league deal. How do you feel about it? You know, Ty, I feel great because I've been, I feel like I've been waiting for years for the Phillies to take a, make a move. I know it's only been like a month, but got, got the first move of the offseason or first, you know, official signing of the offseason. It's not much, but listen. Josh Harrison is a two-time All-Star, so yeah, know. yeah. Um, you know, maybe he, maybe he was Scott Kingery before Scott Kingery. He was always been that kind of super utility guy. He before the injuries came, he was a good player. Like you said, a two-time All-Star. Um, you know, he's been hurt as of late. He was hurt last year. Uh, the last time he was really good was 2017. But he was like a three-win player that year, an All-Star. If the injury concerns can go away he could in theory be a good player I guess um I don't really know though we actually uh, a little little peek into our our lives here we just finished recording our actual episode you know set out to go up on on Wednesday morning and we were just complaining about how there have been no signings or, or really that many rumors but you know 10 minutes go by the Phillies signed Josh Harrison, and we're very happy to do this emergency podcast. Who knows if he'll make the roster? I guess he has a chance, but yeah. I mean, five or, or there's an extra roster spot. So unless they want to go with a nine-man bullpen, it's going to be a five-five-man bench. So I I think there's a better chance than there was than there would have been of him last year. And like you said, been battling injuries. Was good in 2017. Uh, he can play second, he can play third, he can play the outfield. I remember, like, in, in 2014, 15, 16, I remember Josh Harrison just being a fun player to watch. So, I mean, I, I don't really think we're going to see that Josh Harrison very much. But, you know, it's some depth, and he can play a few positions. I don't, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's super fine. He is... Friends with Kutch, you know, I think, I yeah. believe they were close when they played in Pittsburgh together. They had some cool celebrations that they would do back when the Pirates were good and both of them were playing for them. So, you know, I'm fine with the signing. The We all know their lack of organizational depth and how that burned them last year. So at the very least, hopefully this can be a, a capable replacement if things go wrong. Uh, maybe he, maybe they stash him in AAA for the season and only use him if needed. Or you know, I think they're going to give him a shot to try to actually make the roster. Yeah, I I agree. Now, now, what? I'm trying to think, what exactly would have to go wrong? What would have to happen for Josh Harrison to be the opening day third baseman? To be the opening day third baseman. <laughs> yeah. To be the opening day third baseman, they don't sign anyone, including Brad Miller. All right, but what if a lefty's pitching on, on opening day and they have Brad Miller and Josh Harrison? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it could be Josh Harrison. <laughs> if, if they go into 2019, or sorry, 2020 with a Josh Harrison, Brad Miller platoon at third base, I 
<laughs> it's better than Franco. It honestly is. Um, and, you know, Josh Harrison did pitch a third of an inning in 2013. So, you know, if Roman Quinn isn't healthy, if, if you know, Girardi doesn't want to use Kingery as a pitcher, you know, in a blowout, we might see Josh Harrison on the mound a little bit too. So That'd be great. Talk about versatility. Yeah, seriously. Like we, like I said, you know, he was kind of Scotty before before Scotty was up. You know, he was with Merrifield before what Merrifield was with Merrifield, minus the fifty stolen bases. But you know, take a guess <laughs> for me what Josh Harrison's OPS was last season. Listen, I can't guess because I'm on his baseball reference page right now, so I'm just gonna say it. It was four eighty. Not not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. His OPS plus was twenty six, with one hundred being league average. But you know that happens sometimes, and you have to sacrifice the hitting ability for that defensive versatility. So you know, it's really not that bad, <laughs> I guess. So that's twenty eighteen Kingery, basically. I mean, a little worse, but. Also, Harrison has not played anywhere other than second base in two seasons. <laughs> and in 2018, he only played two games at third base. So maybe he isn't the utility player we remember. I know, like, in his prime, he was good at multiple positions. But <laughs> the more I look into it, like, the less I think I like this signing. It It is a minor league deal, so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a no-risk high potential high reward type of thing but yeah <laughs> i don't i don't see him listen, being very listen. good jose perella started like four games for them in september so jose perella hit a home run in in a pennant race for the phillies <laughs> for a wild card this is race, true. sorry this is true made kapler look like a genius so he knew kapler knew so yeah i mean i think there's like a pretty decent shot Harrison's on the opening day roster to be fair like said, you know baseball reference they project him to have a 677 OPS which isn't good but it's a lot that, better than 480 it is that is objectively better than 480 yeah I don't know I mean like you said he's dealt with injuries maybe you know he moves past that and is good again so but, so if you had to guess what do you do you think he makes the opening day roster? Ooh, that's tough. Hmm. I am going to say yes. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I doubt I don't I don't really know who who else I mean Nap is a lock for the bench. Bruce Nap and Bruce are locks. Is, Quinn is a lock. Does Quinn have any options? Um, I don't know. Although I don't think you would keep Quinn down for Josh Harrison. Yeah, I agreed. And I don't know, one of King, uh, Hazley or Kingery feels like they, like, probable, depending, Maybe. like, if they do a center field platoon. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, if they, if they sign Brad Miller... Yeah, maybe maybe I don't think he's going to be on the opening day roster. But, but how, let's rephrase. Do you think he makes an appearance for the Phillies Yes. in 2020? Yes, 100%. All right. No doubt in my mind. That he's probably, ooh, I don't know. You think he's better than Sean Rodriguez? 
I don't know. You thought Sean Rodriguez was better than Adam Jones. I said... Uh, so is, is Josh Harrison better than Adam Jones? I didn't mean it. I said it hitting left. <laughs> I said it hitting lefties. I said that Sean Rodriguez... And then Rodriguez, he went... He never got a hit against a lefty again. Then... I think that's inaccurate, but he did go hitless for like a month after I said that. But I was right at the point where I said it. he was good against lefties. Um... Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This seemed like a much better idea in theory, a Josh Harrison emergency pod. But hopefully this kind of gets the the ball rolling when it comes to Philly's moves. Yeah. It's exciting to think that the offseason, you know, free agency is really upon us. And yeah. I'm I'm good with it. He made yeah. he made two he made two million dollars last year. Wow. So yeah, I mean he's definitely like at, this is the lowest point of his career since he bounce back Josh Harrison. Yeah, good. bounce back Jay Hay. Come on, it's a good nickname. Yeah, Jay Hay. One of the yeah, is, isn't that what they call him? I don't know. I thought Did I make was, that up. I thought I'm that was Hayward. Sure. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's both of them. Well, Baseball Reference says they call him Jay Hay. So all right, I believe you. Yeah, Players Weekend jersey, Jay Hay. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Um, he hits lefties like decently well. Ooh, here's a here's a fun thing. Here's a fun thing that we could discuss here. So throughout his career, Josh Harrison has worn the numbers 62, 5, and 1. He was 62 in his rookie year for the Pirates, number 5 for most of his Pirates career, and he was number 1 for the Tigers. What number do you think he's going to wear for the Phillies if he makes the roster? 5. 5? Do Nick they have Williams a 5? out of here. Nick Williams is out of yeah, here. Yeah, you're right. All right. I could get with 5. <laughs> Number one, of course, is retired. But yeah, number number five seems like it's the best bet for him. Um, but yeah, we're we're probably gonna wrap this up pretty quickly. But um I, I think overall this is a fine signing. Like I said, very low risk, but potentially a good reward. He's had some very good seasons in his career. And I like it. I, I do I do like this signing from the Phillies. I think it was connected to them last year, to uh, to be honest. Yeah. I like this signing because it's a signing, and it's not giving Cole Hamels or Madison Bumgarner a lot of money, so I'm on board. Yeah, so hopefully we have some more emergency podcasts for you guys going forward, uh, but that'll pretty much conclude the Josh Harrison emergency signing. Thank you guys for listening. Check out our latest real episode where we talk about some pitching rumors and what players on the Phillies we think are due to repeat their best years of their career. Uh, that'll, that is out now and we'll, we'll push that on Wednesday morning. So, so look out for that. Uh, thanks for listening again. We'll talk to you next week or whenever there's a signing. You can listen to the Phillies Nation podcast with Ty Daubert and Johnny Heller every Wednesday on philliesnation.com and all streaming services.